This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the rock 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 and roll podcast check out this record my name is frank and with me is my good friend who loves both fish and amphibians mark oh yeah nothing like a nice grilled amphibian with a little lemon and butter Mm -hmm. let's just take a moment there man yeah Mm, amphibian you know just nicely grilled you're getting really getting those grill marks on there Take a little bit of that lemon and you just squeeze it on while it's still on the grill so it gets a little sizzle. You just a little dab of butter just to, just to add a little richness and fattiness. Oh, mm. say magnifique chef kiss. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And yo, you could find us guys on Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Amazon Music Podcast, and you can see these awesome mugs right here on YouTube. Uh, but when you ask, great question. Thanks for asking. New episodes drop each and every Friday. Yes, and if you're hearing us for the first time, you're not annoyed with us. Yeah, give us time. Give us time. The Zeppelin reviews. So review records, track by track. Lots of musical discussions. We're gonna do spotlights on certain bands, rock and roll mysteries. We just scratched the surface, and of course, Mark, we're getting warm, baby. That's right. Okay, so you definitely want to check out our verse series where Frank and I will we'll duke it out uh, on behalf of two albums uh, in the name of something we call Total Stadio Man, that was great. Thank you. Love it. While you're checking this out, head over to Instagram, Facebook. Hopefully these episodes will leave you wanting more of our musical goodness and Mark's Mark. It will leave yep. you wanting Mark's mark. Uh, uh, if you got records you want us to check out, drop us a line. We'll put them in the queue. Maybe they'll yeah. be featured. Who knows? Maybe. Give us a like, a rating, review, all that stuff. So I'm going to say Mark. Break. Um, I, break. I often think about what it would be like in the uh, D.C. Baltimore area in the music scene in the early 80s. I mean, yeah, all those venues, the bands, the passion if only phone booth time machines actually existed, uh, we could maybe go there and capture some of those moments. Uh, I say that because the band we're talking about today uh, is Lungfish uh, mm-hmm. and from this scene and part of that Discord family. Um, Mark, I was just recently introduced to him. Have you ever come across these guys at all in any of your musical travels? Um, and when I gave them to you to listen, w- were you expecting what they sounded like or not expecting? Chat me up here. Yeah, so this is a, a total cherry popper for me. Uh, I hadn't even heard of this band. Uh, maybe the name, but like almost, almost in like a, that's not a real band's name. Uh, so all I had to go on was was the description you gave me last week uh, when you told me that we would be doing this album. Uh, it fit the idea of a Discord band. Uh, what that would kind of feel and probably sound like. I, it really kind of did fit into that mold. Um, Definitely uh, a cool album uh, to walk into blind, like a, a really interesting experience to just kind of like, let's see what happens. And you get in there and you're like, oh, 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 interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because with a band name like that, too, you're like, what? I don't even know what to expect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, let's talk about their history. And I want to make note that there isn't much on these guys uh, due to them, obviously, not being that well known. Uh, the band formed in 1987 by Daniel Higgs on vocals and sometimes guitars. Asia Osborne on guitar, Mitchell Firestein on drums, and I apologize, but either John Crisis or Nathan Bell on bass. But this is where the lack of information becomes prevalent, as I'm not sure which was the bass player when the band formed. So I do apologize. Uh, I'd like to also note that a bass player by the name of Sean Meadows, as of 2005, he was included on the current lineup. So Higgs was in a punk band called Reptile House. Uh, and Lungfish eventually caught the eye of one Ian Mackay. You see what I did there? I, uh-huh. Who would produce their work. Uh, they are sometimes known as the lesser-known family member of Fugazi and Jawbox. Uh, Mark, stylistically, I mean, how would you compare these acts here? How, uh, you know, it's it's really tricky to compare the, the acts because there are a lot of similar... Um, stylistical stylistic choices that have been made here uh you know i think of them kind of all fitting into that post-punk post-hardcore angsty uh and ambient sound and i think that when you look at lungfish there's there's a little bit of an art house kind of like a college artsy feel to them as well and i think that's kind of what separates them a little bit from fugazi and jawbox Ambient is a very good word then in relation yeah. to, what, to what you just said. So that definitely connected a lot of the dots. So formed in 87. By 90, we get the first record, uh, Necklace of Heads. And in 92, we get the second record, Talking Songs for Walking. On Spotify, both these albums are compiled under Talking Songs for Walking. But we're not talking about those albums. We're going to focus on 1993's Rainbows from Adams. Are you ready, my friend? Hey, ho. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. First track is Instrument. Ironically, the name of the Fugazi document, right? Or docu- right. Uh, documentary. Uh, very 90s underground rock feel. To me, Higgs' voice at times reminded me of Chuck Reagan's voice. Mark, you're familiar with him, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very compact lyrics in a tight space. After the Hey Yeah, uh, we get the following. Hey, instrumental instrument of somebody or others' free will to succeed or fail but be content with the outcome of the action. I'm pretty into this. What about you, Mark? The outcome of the action, Frank, cool line. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like how, I like how little there is for me to try to to piece together. So it's got a much broader area of interpretation. I like that the, they choose this to start the album with because you're just into the song uh when you hit play like there's there's no like intro there's no like build up it's it's just you hit play and the song happens and the album is off and running and uh i I think it's a cool track yeah absolutely uh track two mother made me uh could be an early favorite of mine uh no chorus in the song and i don't think one is needed it's the same pronounced riff over these lyrics and to me it like visually i was like a painting right i could really see visually everything that Higgs is talking about coming to life. I'm also very impressed with the expansive vocabulary. Uh, We'll talk about that a little later. Um, So Mark, uh, did mother make an impression on you the way it did for me? I don't know why I said like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I love the the kind of hypnotic feel of that guitar riff. And again, these lyrics are, are cool because he doesn't give 
enough to, to limit the context of whatever the subject may be. Uh, I've been scratching my head trying to figure out where these analogies are meant to go. And, and I'm enjoying trying to figure that out, uh, even though I know I'll, I'll probably never figure it out. And I feel like that's a little bit of that ambiguity um, that's happening here in, in some of these lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, track three, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Um, it's a fascinating tune, and logically we would think a song titled such uh, is about President Lincoln. The lyrics, again, aren't lengthy, uh, but pack many fists. Uh, the will you choose, your type of execution, hints at the inevitable fate of Lincoln. And is the she his wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, holding his head after being shot? Uh, or is Lincoln just a mask for something totally unrelated? Uh, whatever the case is, I also was a fan of this song. Mark, what about you? Yeah, I, I really like the title used kind of as a metaphor for uh, maybe a significant loss and using the lyrics to deepen uh, kind of the pond of possibilities here. My only critique at this point is that uh, these first three songs all have a very similar uh, phrasing and structure. Uh, and I'm hoping to see a little bit more variety out of them. I feel like we've gotten kind of almost three takes on the same song played very similar ways. Uh, we get a touch more heaviness here towards the end of the song. They really pick up uh, with a little distortion and the song kind of gets a little heavier. Um, I hope the album continues to build that way um, because I, as, as much as I like, you know, this metaphor of Abraham Lincoln and his death and how that kind of, we can transpose that onto so many things about loss and how we, we grieve with it um, sonically and musically. I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get a little bit more variety. Mm -hmm. Good point. Good point. Well, track four animal man to me, uh, this is the kind of uh, tune, like kind of like lag wagons, absolute obsolete where it's to me, I think it's an amazing, well-written tune. And if you think about it for too long, you might, work yourself into a panic attack. At least that's how I was listening to it. Uh, to prevent myself from doing that now, I'm going to talk about the music. Uh, what stands out to, to me here is the bass. Uh, mm -hmm. Assuming that's a slapped bass, I've seen images of the bass player and videos playing with their hand. I'm a novice on bass, so I know this could be done with a pick as well. Um, over that standout bass riff, you get Higgs's vocals bouncing, and the song is no chorus, but at the 10th line, a little aggression amps up a few measures which to me allows the song build to a climax uh mark what do you say my animal man <laughs> uh you know uh thank you and uh, i'm gonna disagree with you on this one i'm not digging oh, yes. this kind of up tempo <laughs> almost disco drumming that's happening I, I just really wasn't feeling that we get a little heavier guitar but with another heavy looping rift and these these lyrics feel like he's just double talking to create a sense of confusion uh, because paired with the guitar, it just has an, an uncomfortable, like almost spiraling feel to me. And, and I understand why you say, you know, it can kind of give you a panic attack because it, it really is very jarring, very discombobulating. And if that's the point, job well done. If that's not the point, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but that's what you did for me. No, absolutely. And that, that yeah. listen, you could always, we're not here to always agree with each other. I mean, yeah. and I'm glad, and I'm glad you did it. Um, and yeah. you mentioned kind of the jarringness could be um, that attack on the senses, so to speak. And maybe that's sure, why absolutely. what will cause a little anxiety. And like I said, and maybe that's maybe that was the point because if you look at the lyrics and the way he structured them, right, 
we really haven't seen any choruses yet. Um, and and, and I'd, I'd, I'd be hard pressed through the rest of the album to say like, there's a, an actual chorus. I mean, there's a few lines that get repeated, but nothing that you would call a, a chorus. So if, if that's the idea is to kind of add this like emotional discomfort to it, yeah. then it works. Um, that's the intent. It, it, not necessarily something I was looking for, but again, I went into this very blind. So it may be one of those things when I'm in a really dark and shitty place, I may go back to this album and be like, that album's exactly how I feel. Right <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, track five, Fresh Air Cure. Uh, this mm-hmm. had a very Fugazi feel to it. The band here is, is really tight, um, which obviously was a signature of Fugazi and held so many bands from this era and the scene. Uh, it's another build-up song that layers itself on what was previously done in the verse before you could get a sense of the lack of a um you know a, a better word motion behind it so easy way e- easy to see why that of course that term was mm-hmm. thrown to this section of hardcore uh, asia's guitar playing i think it's really impressive keep in mind it's just one guitar uh, from what I can tell, unless they're they're using something else in the studio. Uh, Mark, how do you like your fresh air? Uh, cream in my coffee, hun. Uh, uh, this feels like the, the bass is doing most of this riff work to me, uh, which really plays big into that Fugazi sound, like you mentioned. I'm not sure lyrically he's trying to do anything but fill the song with vocals and to continue. Uh, and the, the continuity of the lyrics doesn't seem... Uh, to actually matter uh, in terms of how he's stringing them together. I, I don't know that this was a conscious thing as much as like just words that, that match rhythmically with what he was trying to do. Uh, I do dig that the song has a few peaks and valleys. You really hear the band kind of get into that, that uh, sway that Frank and I always talk about um, uh, more than in, in a lot of the other songs. I feel like this this had a little bit more of that kind of swaying motion as opposed to those other ones where I mentioned that kind of swirling feeling that that very discomforting uh, feel. This this one feels a little bit more and maybe it's because it does sound the most like Fugazi so far. Um, but uh, maybe that's just me. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, track six, Creation Story. For me, if Animal Man brought me on anxiety, then Creation, uh, creation Story will magnify that times 10. Uh, to me, it's a beautifully spoken word that will make you feel less smart uh, than you are, or at least it, to me. <laughs> um, Higgs puts all of his poker chips in, in his rendition of creation. I say that because due to the cryptic nature, it's really hard to tell. I can't really put my finger on it. Uh, yeah, Frank had like seven question marks next to his rendition of creation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. it could, you know, it, on the surface it's that, but is it really that? Uh, one right. thing I know is for people who are uh, well-read and verbally savvy, this is the result uh, of that. And this is a particular art form. And that's kind of what this might be starting to turn into. Uh, I can never imagine putting something like this together at all. Uh, Mark, are your senses and awe of this song just like mine are? Maybe. Um, I've heard, uh, you, you know, uh, mm, no. Yeah, maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I've, I've I've heard too much like freeform poetry because it, it it doesn't have that effect on me. I I I really didn't feel like he was outsmarting me or out um, conceptualizing me in any way. It just kind of felt like he was just doing freeform poetry. Um, 
you know, looking at the album as a whole, I, I dig this track because it, it deepens the album's kind of moodiness and atmosphere uh, back to that ambient thing that we talked about earlier. Um, having this on the background uh, was cool uh, to feel a bit of a change musically from the rest of the album. But, but as I looked into it, as I sat down with the lyrics and tried to read along uh, to it, I, I really just kind of went like, I really feel like he's just making these up on the spot. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I mean, and that could tie into the to this whole the, the whole poetry thing that that, that you yeah. brought up, and maybe because of that, it, it kind of works different in this arena. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Track seven is axiomatic. By definition, axiomatic means self-evident or unquestionable. Uh, in the mathematics world, it means relation or containing axioms uh if it's the first definition that we're looking at some sort of truth here but what truth and in what context that's a great thing i guess about a a band like this uh in my short time listening to them is it produces quite a few questions uh mark how is this hanging in your neck of the woods you know i i know people think that i'm I'm starting not to like this album but i i I really dig this track. It's heavier and has a few more changes than most of the songs did. And, and that's good for my ADD and it, it keeps my attention uh, much more consistently. I thought this was a cool track. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Track eight, open house, uh, more Fugazi sounds, which is crazy. The influences creep in its way. Um, and as Fugazi's, well, let's keep in mind, first release was in 89. This is only 93. So maybe it's right. one of those geographical vibes plus the specific time that produces these variations of sounds that we've talked about. Uh, Mark, are you coming in for next week's open house? Uh, do they have those little finger sandwiches? If they have their finger Absolutely. sandwiches, yes. Okay, I'm there. Uh, you know, I, but I got to tell you, Frank, lyrically, I'm, I'm kind of getting bored with like the random nature of it. I, I dig this baseline, though. However, there are uh, portions of this song that don't sound quite as as good as the rest of the album and it kind it's kind of weird like the the sound quality of the album takes these weird dips and i don't know if that's just them excuse me using like uh, a distortion on the bass or uh, an overall distortion for the song just it's kind of weird um i think it's it's when they like they drop into that like distortion and the drummer moves to the ride cymbal because he's playing like the bell and not the so it it just doesn't really sound that good to me um it, it's weird. I, I, have a, I have a really hard time getting around this song just because I've tried it a few times. Uh, just it, it throws me off every time. I'm not sure why all of a sudden the quality of this song or the, the choice that they made to play it a certain way did because it really just kind of it feels like it's from something else and it doesn't fit with what we've been listening to. Got it. Got it. Track nine is 814-2116. Um, let your left hand do what the right one is doing. That's what I kind of got from this. Uh, now, what is 814-2116? Is it August 14th, 2116? I really don't know, uh, but I do enjoy the song's intensity. Now, Mark, this is track nine. So how are we holding up here? Are you liking the song? Are you exhausted by the intense nature? Are you wanting some choruses and hooks? Uh, it's definitely uh, got an intense nature. I'll give it that. Uh, I, I like that the album has continued to grow in that way. It really, like I I told you that first track, you hit play and it's going. And it has done a good job of building uh, an intensity and in style, um, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. But, you know, I I don't know that my issues are are with the lack of choruses and hooks. 
Um, I like the energy. But yeah, maybe, maybe I wish there was a little bit more classic structure to it. There was a little bit more uh, familiar sounding, easier to kind of get into. Because I, I haven't found any lyrics that I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I agree with you. Let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And then I think that he counters that by saying uh, your right hand doesn't know what your left hand is doing or, or something to that effect. Right. And, and and I like that play. But, like, we're at track nine. And that's the only set of lyrics that I've, I've found engaging enough to try to remember them and as you just heard i i didn't quite get them right because i really like i've, I've had a hard time <laughs> latching onto his lyrics because a lot of them just feel like gibberish mm, which could be that um poetry aspect that you were kind of referring to as right yeah yeah a little bit i think so yeah then that could be happening that could that could happen when you take a full album of basically poems and then <laughs> right around it uh track 10 you might ask me what uh, the guitar work, uh, although has been really holding down the fort uh, equally with the bass and the drum here, it gets a little dirty. And I say that in a good connotation. It's got some juice uh, to it and, and, you know, really complete the half sung lyrics. Uh, Mark, you might ask me what exactly? You ready, ready? <laughs> there you go. Uh, this song uh, was a fun one as I found myself kind of pulling away from the album a bit, this was a good job of kind of pulling me back into it. Um, I, I did kind of, I liked the feel of this one. I, I can't really, it's hard to contextualize it because it is kind of a little all over the place with the half sung lyrics. Um, but no, I, I, I thought, that, thought that was a really cool track. Yeah. Cool. Well, the closer here is track 11, seek sound shelter. The closer, uh, you know, it's riff, uh, reliant tune with the lyrics acting really as building blocks, lots of open space to do their thing musically. And I can see where performed live, this will allow the bass, drums, and guitars for some improvising. Uh, Mark, you like this song as the closing number here? This one feels like they're actually trying to create like a cohesive song again, uh, almost bookmarking it off the first track uh, and aren't just kind of mashing words together and calling them lyrics. Uh, this felt you know, like maybe the song they actually wanted to say something with. Uh, and I like, I like this track. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Hey man. Well, that there we have it, Mark. I'm going to refer to you first for your final thoughts on this, uh, on this album. Sure. Uh, to go back to your question about uh, you might ask me what, um, how well are these songs sticking in your brain? Right. That, that's kind of my initial response. Like, like I said, I, I like the vibe, but lyrically nothing was holding and, and capturing my attention. It felt more like a, like a poetry project with a backing band that really liked Fugazi. Um, it works in places and in others. I just found it to be kind of obnoxious. Uh, that's how people describe us, though. Um, you know, I, I think this is a, a cool, this, this is cool. It's like a snapshot into that early nineties discord sound and uh, was what that sound was shaping up to be. Um, I don't know that I want more choruses or hooks, uh, but I would have liked for the songs to have a little bit more cohesiveness. Uh, this is getting a four and a half out of 10 from me worth a listen uh, and cool to put on. Uh, in the background, but when you like actively listening and, and maybe reading the lyrics along with this record, it, it can be a bit too much. Yeah. So here we go. In my, in my research, I've seen this album get referred to as being unbalanced. Um, I, 
I, I didn't get that. And maybe they meant it in the context where they, they, as this is album three, they didn't form into what they would eventually become. And I haven't listened to those albums yet, but I think actually the songs were balanced with the precision goal of like these, the tightness of the three instruments, a slow and steady build and some lyrics, well-written well written lyrics over it. And they all had a similar structure. So to me, that, that does show a balance. Uh, but the album has a very primal feel. And again, maybe in the later releases, we get a polished sound. I don't know that. Again, I haven't listened to them. Uh, Higgs is very hyper-literate, and he builds with these just unique stories and myths while exploring themes that I caught of like space, time, and life. Um, and again, maybe it's completely wrong, uh, but that's what I happen to gather from it. Um, Mother Made Me, Animal Man, and Creation Story are my favorites. And I, I had to adjust my rating, and not because I saw your rating. I just want to okay. let, let people know. But because I enjoyed the first half, and those three songs, Mother Made Me, Animal Man, and Creation Story, were in my head. But now as I'm sitting here, the, the latter half really is not in my head at all. Uh, so mm -hmm. the second half did lose me. And I'm interested in hearing the releases after this. So on the strength of really those three songs, which were kind of my highlight and my favorite, I do think that the band does have a cool sound. They do have, a like, again, a healthy size catalog that I do want to check out. But for this record in particular, uh, it's a 5 out of 10. And again, I want to listen to more of their records. And that's that's what I rated them. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not like I... I I didn't dislike the record, you know, at all. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm in that camp with you as well. Like this, this isn't a record that I dislike. I, I really think people would find it interesting, right? Uh, it's going to do a lot of things that maybe are outside of people's comfort zone and people's wheelhouses in terms of the music they classically listen to and classically find like the structure of music they find pleasing. I think it's interesting to engage in those because you, you need to find out if there's styles and there are things that that you wouldn't necessarily think that you would like but try them on and see who knows. Maybe you look good in a tweed jacket. You know, it's, it's one of those things. Right, exactly. So you, you got to be willing to give something like this a chance. Look, the, the instrumentation is really well done. None of the musicians are lacking. I, I don't particularly care for the way this guy writes lyrics, but I do like the way he presents them and the way he he sings them or talks them or half sings them. Oh. Um, you know, I, I, it's really an interesting band and, and I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to look more into the catalog just to see what else is out there. Cause it, it really is a, a fascinating band. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Well, Mark, uh, that, that's what I had for you this week. So you tell me what you have for me. Next yeah, week. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I, uh, for those of you who don't keep up with me uh, personally, <laughs> uh, I had the pleasure of going to see uh, a veil. I was hoping uh, for this. Oh, I was sweet. hoping. I was so, hoping. But, you know, Hot Water Music opened for him. Oh, no. So I was thinking, what if we took, um, you know, what Frank and I would consider classically our favorite uh, albums from each band. So we've got Caution from Hot Water Music oh. and Over the James from Avail. And in some manner, we're going to try to do a versus on these. I mean, it's oh, these for me man. are two God tier uh, post hardcore bands. Some of the, the most creative and meaningful lyrics. Uh, they rock like nobody's business. It should be really interesting trying to compare these. I, I don't know that we really even should. It might be like a sin in the post hardcore world. But I, I feel like <laughs> let's, let's just take a look at both records. Let's see what they how they stand up. 
to each other, how they complement each other, how they one is better than the other. I don't know. We're just going to check them out. We'll get into it. Um, I really think we're, I mean, look, if nothing else, we're going to listen to some great music this week. Yeah. I mean, first of all, um, I had a feeling you were going to bring something from, from the show you were just at into the next episode. And I'm glad you did that. Uh, Cause I've been listening to those uh, records too, knowing that, that you were at the show and, and all that stuff. A lot of things are intertwined too with these two records, if you think about it, or just, you know, and, and so many different facets. I mean, they're kind of both staples of, of the scenes that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck Reagan in particular and Tim Barry, they were both on the first revival tour together. They also both kind of went solo around the same time too. So there's a comparison piece, right. With, with them too, yeah. and their records. Uh, this is going to be amazing. And like you said, I, at this time i don't even know like how you choose something like that but i tell you what i'm I'm glad to be put in the arena where we're going to be talking about these two records so excellent excellent yes tune in next week when we try to do a versus between avails over the james and hot water music's caution um yeah frank and i'll be in therapy by the end of that one hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) i can't wait man hey listen everyone thanks for checking us out remember like subscribe rate review remember most important be safe out there. Yep. Now, thank you as always for listening. Uh, can't wait to do it again real, real soon. Uh, till then, why don't you say it with me? Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye bye. So, Frank, I saw this license plate and it was M A N G U 23. Mangu 23. I think this guy's like the greatest. Uh, with his mangu, I don't know. But then it was a woman driving the car, so I, mean, I don't know. It's really, I don't. It could have been anything. Like, what? What's mangu mean? I don't know. Or maybe it's just like a funny way to say mango. Like, oh, that's my mangu. I don't know. I don't. It, yeah, I don't know. Mangu. Best license, best license plate ever. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs>